What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the opening pair. Um, tonight, we've got another edition of the Art of Conversation. As you can see, unfortunately, my partner in crime, Mr. Keith Gilduff, is not here. But not to worry, we've uh, we've brought in a very special guest, um, interprovincial cricketer, and uh, the, the apple of our of Moningar's eye at the moment, uh, Mr. Fionn Hand. Fionn, how are you? Oh, hi, lads. Thank, thanks for having me on. Really excited about this. Yeah. Um, yeah, looking forward to getting stuck into it. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, we're, we're happy to have you here and uh, maybe uh, get a few uh, few awkward questions out of you, a few funny answers. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Put the markers on um, me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. But, uh, so look, we'll get started. And um, I suppose the best way is what we'll do is we get into a bit of a quick fire uh, one one answer, one word answer, I suppose, of, of your favorite bits and pieces from just outside of cricket and everybody inside as well. Yeah, um, first of all, I'm just ask you your your favorite Netflix series. What 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 are you watching at the moment? Um, I don't really watch Netflix, but if I was, I'd probably be watching Drive to Survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, it's quality stuff. Oh, class. Top yeah. class. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Um, your favorite pastime outside of sports? Oh, probably singing in the shower or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'd say singing. <laughs> don't mind. Uh, don't mind a bit of karaoke out there, you know. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Okay, right. That's something I didn't expect. That. I didn't expect that. Um, obviously, obviously, you're an athlete, but this one might be a, a trickier one for you. But your favorite takeaway? Chinese. Nice. Hopefully the coaches aren't watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I like uh, maybe like a salt and chili chicken, egg fried rice, does me, with a bit of satay solid. sauce, maybe. Solid, Can't solid, solid effort, yeah. Not before a game or <laughs> no, leading up to games. No, no, no. 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 We not condone that kind of behaviour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, I've, I've got a slightly uh, cricket-based one for you. So, uh, heads or tails, we're going to do a toss. Fails never fails. Has uh, to be. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> me well. It does me good. Set. Fair enough. Heads so over. So keep it that. And uh, batter ball first. Uh, bat first. Yes. Have to. You know. You have to get these. These. Well, my big limb. Big limbs on me. You have to get them warmed yeah. up. It takes me. Yeah. Twenty or fifty hours, depending on the on the match. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. A few extra stretches in there. Does. <laughs> yeah. So um, I suppose we we get we stuck into things. Um. Where where did it kind of all begin for you with with cricket in general? Like what what was the the, the starting point for you? A uh, bit of a weird one. Uh, usually, a few back in the day, uh, North Kent had a pretty strong team. Um, and I went to school in Balgardry National School, and a few of them players would come in, coaches cricket, um, throughout the, the summer per se, and um, sort of just asked us over from there. And a few of my friends got into it, and sort of just went from there. Didn't really bat or bowl then. Tricky enough, when I got to 11, 12, I was playing football for home farm since I was seven. But then right. I got to about 12, and that was, football would have been my winter sport from September all the way through to April, May time. And then you'd, you'd play Gaelic from then on. And I actually got banned from Gaelic. Um, and <laughs> I had nothing really else to do. I tried <laughs> golf, picked up golf. Um, my friends were really good at golf, but I was no good. I had no patience. And... It just ended up playing playing cricket. Something to do during the summer, like especially in Ireland, it wouldn't be a very common thing. 
No, that's it's a, it's an interesting journey that you had. So you were you kind of took the long route, but you got there in the end. Yeah, I suppose. I then, remember in uh, pr- primary school days. Remember in primary school days playing like Leprechaun Cup sort of thing. Right. Good, very good team in Barodry, and sort of I was sort of just the the addition. I'd say like just a field pretty much. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't have had a clue yeah, either yeah. like batting or bowling. So yeah. I just I was sort of making up the numbers at that point. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a good team. So. Oh, it's just, just, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just stuck with you then from there. And I suppose, like, you, 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 you yeah. stuck at it, but like, it was probably like you probably had a number of different coaches. But who, who was kind of the first person that really took you under their wing and, and showed you the ropes? Uh, absolutely. Uh, two coaches actually, mind. Uh, coach at the time was David Russell. And someone that definitely took me under their wing was Eddie Ritson from North County. I still stay in touch with him to this day. Any issues, any problem technically, he usually gets out to me for doing <laughs> something that I shouldn't be doing all the time. Especially now the games are live streams. So yeah. he, he doesn't miss anything. No escape. He doesn't miss anything. No yeah. No escape. Yeah. Um, but definitely, I, yeah, probably more Eddie, Eddie Richardson, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, you kind of started to you started to show, I suppose, signs of progress and. You know, you you're you're making making signs of moving forward. But I, I, the question I wanted to ask you was: like, at what point did you start to kind of realize I can I can play this at a, at a really, really high level or a reasonably high level? You got me on that question. Yeah, yeah. Was was the point um, just like yeah? I, I think like any any. It was sort of a I, I love I love have a challenge. So I started playing first senior cricket fifths in North County, and then it was sort of a, a challenge to. Try and get up to teams yeah. as quick as possible. Yeah. How quick can I get to playing first? And I think I think I was like 15, 16 when I started playing first, like nice. regularly. Wow. Yeah. I, as a 15, 16 year old, it was first on a Saturday and then you're playing second team on a Sunday. So you're playing cricket all weekend, yeah. no getting away from it. Yeah, yeah. You're you're kinda as you see, you're, you're at that point you're you're sort of sinking or swimming, you know, you're you're either getting through it or yeah. you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose. Yeah. As we said, like you, you know, you kind of had an accelerated journey to to the, the senior team. But was there was there any anything that kind of made you think? Mm, uh, yeah. I, 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 my other distra- outside distractions would say, you know, when you get a bit older, that like did you kind of have to fend them off, or were you just motivated just from yourself anyway? I think overall, I, I tried to play as many sports as possible. And in fairness, my parents. And say let me play every sport I could except because uh, they just said that was too dangerous for me. But other any anything with a ball and a bat, yeah, was just was just me. I just I was a visual learner, so I just picked it up uh, pretty most sports pretty quickly. And I I noticed as well you you, you went over to England when you were, you were reasonably young to college and you, you were playing Somerset seconds and stuff like that. So you're obviously you know you're, you you you'd made that that big move that was obviously very. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a it's a big thing to move away from home. So it's 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 a scary thing at that age. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, when I first went down, I absolutely loved it, and fortunate enough, I got asked to come back and with an academic and sports scholarship. And I was yeah. it was definitely a um, definitely grew my maturity quickly because I had to. It was yeah. on my own. Yeah. Uh, I had to grow my independence sort of from there. Like even. Going through the airport by yourself is sort of a yeah. big thing when you first do it. But then yeah. a lot of things like that would just on your day to day basis, you have to get to class and on time. There's no one telling you there what to do. You have to you have to sort of 
uh, push yourself. Um, especially when I first started, I didn't really know anyone. So it was sort of like, uh, I can be quiet. I can, I can just get on with my work. Or, you know, I can soak this in, get to know a lot of people uh, very quickly. And I ended up playing rugby to like um, to know all the rugby lads. And then, then uh, next of all, I, I knew pretty much everyone in the school or they knew me from 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 rugby. Yeah. Per se. Yeah. And, and is it a, is it a pathway that you recommend to someone else coming up at, at that age? It's outstanding and to head away. Absolutely. It's definitely a game changer when you when you see the opportunities in the likes of England, the facilities there, mm. um, the coaching standard, the, the playing standard definitely brings the best out of it. And I definitely recommend any any young young people today, especially the option not many countries have the option option of uh, transitioning here in Ireland. So yeah. definitely definitely a thought to get away. Yeah. Um during them times and you get to know loads of people. I'm still in touch with many people from England today. Um, and you, you had a, you had a spell in, in in Australia as well, and you know it's probably another another experience completely, uh, different conditions. And again, you're you're in England, you're you're an hour away from home, whereas in Australia, you're literally a day away. It's 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 yeah. another level again. Yeah. Absolutely, I came home from England uh, start of September 2018, and I got I, I got asked by. Um, uh, one of the guys to do I want to come to Australia and I actually I, I was like absolutely yeah I, I, I actually found it difficult to be home again because I was away for so long yeah. and I'd only be yeah. coming back back and forth like I'd be staying maybe two or three days then be back over to England sort of thing and I actually yeah. was like oh yeah if there's ever a time I want to do it it's probably now yeah so I ended yeah. up fortunate, fortunate enough going over to pro for um Preston Cricket Club in Melbourne Luckily to have um, a fellow Irishman, Owen Delaney, uh, yeah. show me the ropes. And Laura Delaney, or, or Laura Cullen, and sorry. Class, class. You had your own little community over there building, building yeah, up nicely. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I was definitely lucky enough like to show me the ropes. Laura and Owen showed me the ropes tremendously yeah. well. I got yeah. on great, and I'd definitely do it again, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose then you, you said you found it hard to come home, but you did you did eventually get back to Ireland and you went up and you, you, you were playing your, your, your club cricket. And what, what was the experience like to to have been away and come back into the Irish system and to kind of, I suppose, pass on your experiences to the guys around you? How, how did that play out for you? So I, I think I, for myself as a cricketer, I gained a lot of experience talking to a lot of uh, top players in yeah. the world to, today even. Um, just getting that on and trying to pass that down, my knowledge, if, if the kids listen, that is, of course. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, there's a lot of players that I uh, definitely just try to take as much information from their brain as I, which I think yeah. I've done probably to, 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 to them giving out to me, I'd say, at some point. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, the end of the day, I'd buy them a beer and they'd be they'd be happy away to chat. Like, and uh, I suppose, like as we've seen with you in, in the last in the last year or so, you, you've been really kind of starting to make strides in the interprovincial, and and I think even in general, the, the standard seems to be really rising up, and the, the, the talent pool is, is spreading around. What what's what's the buzz like around around Ireland now? Like with, with the competitive nature of, of the interpros, we've seen it with the, the IP fifty and the IP twenty. It was close games all across the board it's it's, it's fantastic we finally have this setup now i absolutely thoroughly enjoyed the ip this year yeah. definitely the ip 50 definitely to get it started 
especially joining Munster, um, not wouldn't say a gel team. Yeah. Even yeah, after yeah. between festivals, we were training. Then we'd meet up, and then we'd head off back to back to Derry. Especially with the with the bubbles and things like that, like uh, team team bonding sort of thing is 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 even more so important now. I'd imagine. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Especially be, like being away, as obviously being lads bubbles and stuff, not being able to go out. And yeah. Seeing the same people day to day. Yeah. It was probably a bit more slack, I'd say, for us. So it was a bit easier for us. Yeah. Um, and I, I think we just, I just, yeah. I've been just really enjoying my cricket. Thanks to um, Ed and Pete for creating an environment where we can actually enjoy ourselves, but work hard and play well at the end yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. And um, you obviously you play, you started out here, your interval with, with with the Lightning, but obviously you're now you're down in Munster. Sort of like, how did that kind of scenario come about, or how, what was the conversation? Was it obviously it's a, it's a, a cricket Ireland thing that we're trying to spread it out as much as we can, but. In your scenario, what, what kind of was the was the conversation that was had? I think the 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 overall conversation was more opportunity mm. with with putting my hand up um, in games uh, yeah. for the team, and I don't think I, I with the Lancer Lightning being so good, and yeah. um, them opportunities weren't there. Like I can even see this year, I'm yeah. batting batting four now, whereas maybe before it would be batting nine. Wouldn't yeah. re- really be able to showcase uh, my yeah. skills, which probably wouldn't help my cricket develop as such. Absolutely. Yeah. And definitely, given like having DK as a captain, obviously, I played with him. He gave me my yeah. first class cap for Leinster. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know him very well. Top, top captain. He, he backs all, all the lads in the team. And you can jumble up the order and it, they'll yeah. still yeah. Work, put their, put their um, work hard and do the job for them. It was obviously a huge influence. Even uh, uh, you look at the likes of PJ Moore, Curtis Camfer, like these guys coming in, Murray Cummins. Like, how has that been? Like, to, to be mashing around with those guys and, and seeing that they now see Ireland as a viable option, as a, a you know a first class career. Basically, it's 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 an, it's it's a huge bonus, I'd imagine, for us. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I'm lucky enough to play cover with PJ, and he the knowledge he brings. He's so calm mm. under most situations um and that's why that's what you that's why what you get from an experienced test cricketer the average yeah. is 30 36 at test yeah. level um and he he sticks his hand up in in the intervals especially that leinster game um when we beat him up in Brady, he definitely stuck his hand up there with 95 not out to win us the game yeah yeah um, it's massive. murray cummins been absolutely phenomenal with the bat such a good batter very hard to bowl to in the net as well yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the only know. thing in in the nets is you have to keep running at him, so right. there's no getting away from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's coming Same, looking for you. Like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same yeah, with yeah. Curtis. Curtis's his knowledge of bowling is phenomenal. Just yeah. having him, having him, hopefully having him back mid on mid off while you're bowling is it, it literally he just keep it simple. That's yeah. that's all. That's all he. He gets the message through by basically just keeping it simple, and it actually makes it a lot easier. It takes sort of the yeah. pressure off you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really, he really burst onto the scene last year in that England series, didn't he? He really, he really laid down the marker and then emphasized it again this year with the with uh, the South Africa series. But I suppose the question I'd ask you as well is, you know, we've gone through a couple of the bigger names and and, and that sort of stuff. But is is there anyone coming through that we we may not know about that? 
you're seeing this guy in the net and you're like, Jesus, yeah, he's going to be the next one now that's really going to push on. Yeah, there's there's definitely a few like uh, a few players in in the Munster setup at the moment. Um, even in me playing Leinster Bolts, there's yeah some good players um coming through Mitchell Thompson, Gavin Howey, both wrist spinners, which is what Ireland need at the minute. Yeah. Um, the or uh, Seamus Seamus Lynch in in the in the Munster side, he's up in the batting. Um, yeah, yeah. very good player uh, against Seam anyway. Um, yeah. But it's definitely a good for you to keep your eyes out. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully, hopefully they can they can put performances in right, left, and center, and put their hand up. It's that old saying that a rising tide raises all boats. So it's that competitive yeah. nature and the team pushes you on. But I suppose we can't we can't really talk about Monster Reds without talking about that catch. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that. I know. Oh, honestly, you know, in, in looking back at it now, trying to think of it, I actually I didn't remember it in the moment. Other, if there was no replay, I I don't think I could tell you what happened. Wow. And I'd obviously been whacked um, by yeah. the, the yeah. previous balls, but yeah, you know, it's not over until it's over. Um, true, true. <laughs> you're only as good as your last ball. So yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, it was. It, it's the same thing. Just. It can happen as a bowler, especially nowadays. It's mostly a batter's game. The yeah. Ball doesn't do as much. Just once you keep fighting, coming back, it's it's that's that's definitely a, 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 some advice I'd give to the younger younger people yeah. watching. It's not how yeah. you start; it's how you finish. That's how yeah. I look at it. Yeah, it's a it's a very it's a it's a very good way of looking at it because, as you say, it, it definitely does seem to be becoming more and more a batsman's game. Like I'm a batsman myself, not a very good one, but you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'll admit that it's 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 definitely it's definitely a batsman's game, but um, I suppose when you when we do talk about that catch, that that kind of was I was actually there myself, and that, that was basically the, the birth of the uh, the Fionn Hand Appreciation Society. Yeah, um, it was. <laughs> it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think actually the the thing that actually you know unfortunately you ended up uh, feeling in front of us. <laughs> and one of the guys mentioned that the innings you had the 49 of 21 balls and the reaction we got from you was like right we've met a friend here now we, we, yeah. <laughs> and we built from there but you know um that, that was the thing as well i was thinking was like you talk about bowling and stuff and, and you've obviously done very well with the ball and you've had that innings as well what do you see as your stronger suit do you see yourself as the batsman who bowls or vice versa or is it just any given day you know, it, it just whatever comes off. The thing, the thing about being being able to bowl, being able to bat, is if one goes shaped or it doesn't go as well, you can always back it up with the other yeah. one. So you put a line through the sand. Yeah. Um. But I'd probably say bowling. Okay. Bowling would definitely be. I would. That, that's what I'd be looking for. But I, I'm just trying to keep it simple with the bat, see ball, hit ball, sort of thing. Yeah. Not trying to complicate it. Many people yeah. in cricket can complicate the game. Yeah. It's mostly between your ears. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to be said to be able to just, as you say, keep it, keep it clear in your head of what you're doing what your role is what your job is and go out and just execute um but yeah but also not feel not feeling not feeling under pressure from the camp as well uh, uh, there's such a uh there's good vibe around the camp and as i said before i'm really enjoying my cricket and i think that's really helped me yeah uh perform on the pitch as well 
Do you say about uh, you're enjoying your cricket and everything? And we, we've mentioned the, the, the Fionn Han Association. What, what, what does it feel like to have a page named after you and it's it giving you the, the send you messages and, and roaring and shouting at you at games? Like, what, what's that like? Honestly, it's it's all time. I actually love it, and the stuff that's put up is very funny. I'm just I'm yeah. dreading the I'm dreading the day when I get a zero in the game because <laughs> I know I'll I'll know that at first thing coming on Twitter. I'll definitely know about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think you've you've got you've got friends for life now at this yeah. point. Um, and uh, we, we spoke earlier a bit off air about you know the the Fionnhan Association, but I think we can't we can't uh, talk about without talking about your mother, Brenda, the, the absolute legend that she is, and how well she's looked after us. Like we, we we've been treated like like royalty up at any day. The games we've gone through so far, but how how uh, how did the, the conversation go between yourself and her that uh, you know this page was created for you and, and you know it's like what the heck's going on here? Well, it's sort of like on that on that day against Lance, it was sort of uh, when you were there having a great time, bringing a bit of atmosphere to the ground. Uh, obviously, I would have thought we definitely underperformed. So sort of like you know the the use the use legends have come out support us uh, and the other teams as well why not get, why not just be just get get involved as such yeah yeah because we as we didn't really put on the show on the pitch so yeah. sort of tried to make it up elsewhere and yeah, yeah thankfully thankfully it's uh it's still going to this day it's <laughs> yeah. great i absolutely love it as a uh, great <laughs> yeah i think it says a lot though as well for irish cricket that you know a gang of lads can go up to dublin and go and talk to guys like yourself and, and all the Lens writing guys came over to us. A lot of your guys come over. You know, it's, it's, it says a lot of how much of a community that it, that it is, that Cricket Ireland is. Absolutely, yeah. And especially, you, you know, when you boys are in town, you know, the atmosphere in the ground, people around you, they, they, they sort of loosen up and they, they actually start getting involved. Maybe not yeah. straight away, but they, yeah. as the game goes on, they, they uh, get involved. And it, yeah. it brings the whole atmosphere around the ground ground yeah which yeah, will actually help, help help the lads yeah when they're under say, a bit of pressure yeah yeah one, one feeds into the other doesn't it it was something i just wanted to ask you was it, as well is it like you know wh- where do you where do you see the future of the ip15 the ip20 with, with crowds hopefully coming back now with the pandemic and starting to ease off a little you know and and we're seeing more and more competitive games and do you see the crowd starting to come in do you see cricket as, as a sport now that's getting a little bit more uh, attention absolutely yeah absolutely and it, it, it to be honest it filters down from the top once once Ireland do well or uh, like example beating England uh, yeah. last year it filters down like uh, a lot of other nations would would tune into the the broadcasting that the, the lads do and it just shows that people are actually still interested no matter no matter where it is in the world and yeah. it's absolutely excellent, like from the lads doing that, seeing them more on TV against the bigger nations, especially the World Cup coming up. Um, definitely, people will start to to. We have to look. We have to start somewhere. Yeah. Uh, we have to get the, the the Irish cricket brand out there, and hopefully, in, in a few years, like we'll have more games, more interpros, more international games on top yeah. of that for more crowds to come home, more away even. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully yeah, yeah. we pr- produce many more cricketers. That's it. That's exactly it. It's, it's that's what it's all about. It's just it, it, getting getting people out and moving and, and, and yeah. involved. Yeah. Um, 
I, I don't know if, if you're watching much of the hundred, but that seems to be another. It's more. It's more cricket. It's it's high level cricket. It's creating opportunities then in, in the Pro 40 in England for maybe guys like yourself that might get a chance to go over there and impress, and then you can push on. But you know what, what's what's. I don't know if you've watched much of it, but what's what's been your 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 takeaway from it so far? The I think the the energy behind it, um, like from from the commentary team, all the players. There's there's so much energy being produced from them lads. Uh, maybe they might be overdoing it, but it's, I can definitely sense yeah. it on the TV and it's absolutely brilliant. Making more yeah. magic moments happen and that's yeah, all you need exactly, for yeah. people to watch the game. That's women's exactly. and men's cricket as yeah, well. There's, there's, there's yeah. many opportunities with that competition on. There's, there's other places in, in the county T20 and the, the Royal, Royal London 50 over. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely yeah. opportunities there for the likes of um, anyone from the Interpros and the women's Interpros go over and, and join up with them. And it can only do us so uh, good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. As you say, eyes on, on the game in general. And it seems to be a, a fantastic uh, brand ambassador for, for the, the, the women's game as well. They're, they're getting the same coverage, the same back in TV time, everything. It's, it's, it's wonderful to see that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Great. And it's great to see all the, the crowds there. Yeah, Actually, during the yeah. pandemic, it's not um hasn't really been seen that much over the last year and a bit, but hopefully more to come with that. I suppose that kind of leads me into uh, the recent Irish series. Uh, the T20s probably didn't quite go so well, unfortunately, but we had a fantastic day in the, the second ODI, and you were there yourself, and and you know you you probably played against the vast majority of the guys in in the green jersey, but. What 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 did you think that uh, of that performance? What what stood out for you, or who stood out for you more so? I suppose. Oh, absolutely delighted for the lads. Absolutely chuffed. Like to get fifteen points from a possible 25, 30, depending on the way you look at it. But getting fifteen points, you definitely take you definitely take the arm for that hundred yeah. percent before the series. Um, and yeah. look, the T twenty T twenty, they're exceptional side. T20 can obviously go one or two ways, no matter, it's just on the day. And they are so good. And they have so many good players that they can bring in into the squad and out. Uh, and it, it wouldn't really affect their the strength of their team at all. Yeah, that's exactly it. it, it you know, it, you see when, when they were leaving Quinton de Kock on the sideline and then he came in and as if he was never away, it just, just yeah. you know, like a, like a duck to water. But um, we... we we had the issue a while ago, I suppose, of, of the, the golden generation sort of starting to, to step away. But there's guys coming through, like the likes of Josh Little and, and Harry Tector. And, you know, the, the, the future is, is very exciting, very bright. But even on the other side of it, you even see William Porterfield is still, he's still there. He's still knocking away, getting his runs. And, you know, the, so what, what kind of balance do you see going forward? Do you think... These guys are c- c- going to stick in there, or do you think the younger guys are something that's going to come through now? Or oh, it's great to see uh, Porterfield still going. He's he's definitely yeah. you come in when you're coming into ball, you're looking down the other end like, oh, where yeah. am I going to ball this ball? Yeah, he could put me anywhere in the stadium. Same, same as yeah. Paul Sterling. Yeah, um, you you just don't know what's going to happen, and it, it it's. Maybe when you're not bowling, it's very exciting when you're not bowling. But yeah, if you are bowling and it goes out of the ground, you're just in awe. I would say when it happens because yeah. it, it yeah, it's it just it happens so quick. Yeah. Once you once you miss, if you miss by an inch or a millimeter, it's it's gone. 
Yeah, yeah. And you, you've kind of been in and around the guys with the, with the, the Wolves and sort of thing, the A-Tours a and so like that. And, you know, what, what was that experience? Were, were you nervous, you know, going over with these guys and, and training with them every day? Or were you just excited? Or what, what was the mindset? Not really. I think it's a more of a, an opportunity to me, for me to see see where I am with my game. And it's it, yeah. at the end of the day, I, the way I'd look at it is it, it's basically a trial. Even if yeah. I'm bowling in the nets. If I bowl well in the nets, yeah. Then, then I'm obviously hitting hitting my my areas um, and obviously um, making the batsman play false shots. That's yeah, why yeah, I would yeah. look at it. I, I, I'm not a person to feel pressure really. I, I usually I usually want the pressure moments. I usually yeah. want to bowl at the death. I usually want to bowl up top, or I want. I usually want to go in when we need twenty to win or yeah. five six balls. You yeah. know, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. I suppose that's that's probably the difference between. The, the, the normal club cricketer and, and the intervention is, is that you see uh, those opportunities as as opportunity, whereas yeah. someone else would, would wilt under that pressure. You you actually want that. You you crave it almost. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I've I've probably I've probably I, I do like striving on that sort of um, pressure, as you'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, you have nothing to lose. If it doesn't come off, it doesn't come off. We probably probably weren't in really with a shout anyway. But if it comes off. Yeah. There you yeah. go. You've just yeah. you've just turned the screws there. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny you say that because what's coming to my mind is the the, the um uh, an interview with Johnny Wilkinson years ago when he kicked the the drop goal in the World Cup final, and someone asked him like, you know, geez, were you not really scared to take the chance? Goes, Why would I? Like, if I score, I'm a hero. If I miss, well, we're still going to extra time anyway, you know. Why, what, what, why, I actually, why would I not want that chance to be a hero? Absolutely, yeah, and you know, like. That that drop kick, he's made a name for himself. Everyone will say Johnny Wilkinson that just from that one moment. Yeah, it's all about yeah. these these one or two moments. Yeah, and make yeah. like a whole career for you. Yeah. Honestly, like it's a, it's bizarre. Like a, it's honestly like bizarre. a superb superb caught and bowled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I have people from Australia getting in touch saying this is outrageous and whatnot. Right. But, and um, yeah, I was just talking about that. you know your career and everything else. What what's the day to day routine i suppose of of yourself for instance as an interprovincial cricketer who's playing club cricket in dublin kind of how do you how do you set out your week or do you have a routine or what ways it work yeah i'd say every every player is different um yeah. out of um coming out of a interprovincial series and then having a big gap with club cricket is obviously yeah trying to try trying the level that we had in the intros down to club cricket that would be what i would be trying to do um yeah. With, with my club trying yeah. to bring their standards up and my standards yeah. not dropping my standards when they go to club like be sort of role models I, I, this year i really wanted to work hard train hard and let's see the the kids that i coach looking at me coming in before i coach them i'm after hitting four thousand balls or whatever it yes. was yeah and then going out and doing it in, in the interpros and then it, they, they sort of they sort of look up to that saying He's, he's actually yeah he's doing the work yeah and it's showing it's paying off in the end yeah now it might not always pay off but eventually it will yeah eventually if you keep at it it will yeah yeah and yeah because you mentioned to me when when i uh, actually messaged you to, to come on that you're doing a good bit of coaching and stuff and and you know talk me through that like what what's how does that how does that um schedule go for you well every day every day in coaching right uh, in Clontarf. yeah every day um doing camps um one-to-ones group sessions all different ages uh girls and boys um 
I actually I probably struggled with it at the start. Oh, I'm not really a how uh, experienced coach, but I sort of yeah. found my feet two yeah. three weeks in, and I've I've actually really started to enjoy coaching. I would usually look as a as a coach as they're, they're they've they've had the experience and they're yeah. they're sort of simmering at the back stages of their career, whereas I'm just starting my yeah. career. But actually, really, I actually think about it, I have a lot of experience. I can share. Yeah, yeah I can pick yeah. up things very quickly from every like different individuals and stuff, and what what can they do better? Um, but obviously not not really coaching. For, I wouldn't be a coach like to coach through the manual as such because yeah, sort of just have to let them play and yeah, look at Steve Smith. No one's gonna really coach him that. Jack yeah. If we were twenty years ago, people would say you're not allowed to do that. You have to yeah, do yeah. back to the basic sort of thing. Yeah. So the, the game's definitely evolved and there's no there's no book of doing it and there's no right way of doing it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I suppose, are you are you noticing now that there's a wider or a larger, a larger number of, of, of participants now with, with cricket? Like is, is it becoming, obviously football and rugby are probably the biggest sports in GAA, of course. But are, are you noticing now that there's more, more of a... Um, a pull, I suppose, for cricket. Absolutely, I've um, I've actually been lucky enough um, just at the start of the summer going to primary schools and yeah. playing playing fun games with uh, third, second, third, fourth, fifth class in schools. And you might not know a lot about cricket, but a lot of them play hurling, which is the same same yes. transfer skill. And yes. I have to say, I'm actually in awe in awe yeah. of looking at some players yeah. at that age being able to strike the ball. If we get convert them or maybe let them play both, we could be we could be in for a shock when we in in ten fifteen yeah. years time. Yeah, they just seem to be so risky to be able to hit the ball into different areas. It's it's amazing yeah. to see it. All I do, I just I, I just get them to switch their hands and then they're, yeah. they're a cricketer. It's yeah. as simple as that. It's yeah. honestly every time I see it, I'm in awe. I just can't yeah. believe it. I, I suppose doing we do a bit of coaching here, but. For me, anyway, I don't know if you feel the same or not, but there's nothing like that buzz you get of seeing a kid maybe struggling with technique or whatever, and you, you just give them a little hint or a tip, and they all of a sudden they get it. And it's just, you can't buy that feeling of, oh, God, I've helped him do that, or, you know, it's it's fantastic. And it's a it's, it's a feeling of, oh, I'm a good coach. As soon as you yeah. see the results as well as, as a coach, you're sort yeah. of like, Jeez, I didn't think that would work, but it's it's gone yeah. off, and uh, I look yeah. like a gun now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 it's, it's amazing to see that you know just the joy that it can bring to, to them as well that they get it. Yeah, uh, and that you've kind of just and they just, can. They, there's lots of different ways you can learn as well. So absolutely. most of, most kids would be visual learners, and when they see the end result, yeah. you're sort of yes. it's sort of just clicks in their brain. Yeah, so I suppose you know that we've we've kind of covered the the whole the cricket career and and. and the, the the path so far and uh, I uh, I did I did a small I said I did a small bit of research on you and uh, I came across that you uh, you, you you've a, a budding modelling career going as well. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I don't know where you'd found that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but talk us through how you, how did you manage again and get your toe dip into that? Or was it just something on the side or? I I, I actually done something St Patrick's Day a few years ago. I modelled for a few uh, suit company, and then nice. just uh, just sort of got into. It. Oh, I didn't really get into. It. I just sort of just put my name down, and it sort of came through. And 
yeah, other than that, yeah, I would just I wouldn't be going out looking for it. But if there's <laughs> anyone that wants it thinks of the model, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And um do you do you get a kick out of it? Like did you enjoy it when you did it or, or was it a nerve wracking thing or Oh I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. It's like um honestly it was like um it was sort of like the first time when I went on stage for a a musical sort of thing. And I just I was like, I'm I would never do this. And look I was look fortunate enough to do it when I was in school in England and had the time of my life pretty much every Saturday morning rehearsing. It's so funny, like, and yeah. just from there, it sort of just wasn't, didn't really become that shy. Could we, could we possibly see down the line so that the cricket career is parked and the modelling career takes off, or is it just going to always be cricket? I, I, I I'm, uh, I'm known for multitasking, so I, I hopefully <laughs> I can juggle both at the same time if the <laughs> if the offers are there. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. As you said, though, it, it, you spoke earlier when you, when you were younger, you, you, um. You played multiple sports and you had other interests and it, it you see it with a lot of guys that get burnt out like the, the top yeah. level sportsmen they, they, and when their career is over they, they've they've nothing to kind of go into and, and they struggle but you know like have have you thought that far ahead that you you know you've uh, not a plan in place as such but you know you, you, ha- you have other irons in the fire i suppose absolutely yeah absolutely um i i'm mad into business the business side of the world um yeah. stocks that sort of that sort of line of work um and i've been fortunate to do do a lot of like op- have a lot of have a lot of opportunities in that sort of sector which right. i've thoroughly enjoyed and it's it's definitely definitely something i'm going to do like for um this september i'm going to start in dcu doing marketing innovation and technology so i'm definitely okay, right. definitely always looking to better myself yeah um i'm not going to say there's it, it's a plan b it's just something i can do alongside cricket yeah you seem the type of guy that, that you're you're focused on on your your main goal but you know you're also aware that you know if this doesn't or you know it's still no harm to have another fallback or whatever you want to call it but um is, is that something you always had an interest in or was it just something you developed an interest in always had an interest in okay. uh, business um which fortunate enough um but there's definitely a lot of other things that I want to do, uh, such as flying. I want to learn how to fly. So wow. just sort of stuff like that. I've got mini goals yeah. that I've yeah. written down, and like, it, it, just do as many things as you can, really, while while you're while you're still able to. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I suppose like just before we do wrap up, because I'm, I'm conscious of time, I don't want to be. I know you you you, you probably have a lot on, you've a lot of coaching and a lot of training to do tomorrow. Oh no, you know, <laughs> treadmill starts again. But um, one thing I always kind of ask guests when they come on is, what's the one bit of advice or the one motto that that you have been given or do you kind of go by, and in turn also what would be the one bit of advice or motto that you would pass on the one bit of advice um i was in sixth class and a a guardy came in to speak to us about road safety and all about your helmet wear your helmet uh make sure you have lights on your bikes bells and after that chat at the end of it uh he or he said it's nice to be nice and it doesn't cost anything and yeah. I sort of live by that, yeah. sort of that saying since that moment. It's nice yeah. to be nice and it doesn't cost anything. 
yeah. It, isn't, isn't it crazy how something like that just sticks in your head and it, it carries yeah. it on, you, you know? Like, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. And I'm sure you, you've probably given a, you know, a word of advice to someone along the line. You probably didn't think anything of it. Maybe in 10 years' time, they'll come back to you and say, oh, Fionn said this to me and... You know, it just stuck in my head. You, you know, it's it, it's just it's it's just a thing. It's it's a thing that I always want to ask somebody because I was the same when I was younger. Someone said to me something similar that like you know, it, it, treat people how you'd like to be treated yourself. And it's just something that always stuck with me. And it, it's just it, it, you can tell in the person how they've been influenced by say some an experience like that. Absolutely, um, I do. I, I I definitely would pass on that piece of advice. Like it's just. Life's too short, like especially yeah. like the last years, people have like, geez, yeah. I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, so it's yeah. definitely just living in the moment, be nice, try and make people laugh, and not much can go wrong from there. I hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, look, uh, I just want to say thank you very much for coming on. Uh, we've had a bit of crack. We've 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 went a bit deep as well, but you know we've uh, we've had a bit of fun. Just before we do wrap up, I just want to say, guys. Uh, please like, subscribe, share. Uh, we're a growing channel on YouTube. It's the Open Pair. I'm at Kyle Gavin. Obviously, Fiona's there at Fiona Hand on Twitter and Instagram. If any modeling agencies are out there or anything like that, for a, <laughs> yeah. uh, someone to, to do a bit of uh, modeling for them, he's there available. Uh, there's also the, the Fiona Hand Appreciation Society. Give that a follow. There's a bit of fun to be had there as well. Um, but no, look, just before we do wrap up, I would say thank you once again. Really enjoyed the chat. It's fantastic if you're giving up your evening and look, we'll hopefully have you on again in the future. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Really enjoyed that. And hands hands down to the FHAS. Unbelievable. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you for that. Thank you.